Welcome to the Godcasts. Well, dearly beloved, we're gathered here today. I'm starting a bit more formally because it is uh, Sunday. I'm in Sunday mode. Uh, for episode seven of uh, this pilgrim's journey, uh, are you surviving so far, Dave? Is the podcast all that you hoped it would be, and more? Yeah, I think so. Oh, there's a long pause. <laughs> I mean, it's all I expected it to be with your involvement. All I hoped it to be. That, that, was, that was not what I asked. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> It's good. I'm I'm enjoying going back five years and realizing mm. I I can remember some of this stuff. It um, well, it's um, it that must be encouraging at your age as well. And we haven't yet had to buy you any Werther's originals to keep you um, keep you going. So we're doing well. I feel. I have a packet not far from me right now. So. Do, you, do you genuinely have a packet of? Yeah. Yeah. They're not in this room, but I could go and get them and delay this, this thing. I'll bring them along for next session. The next okay, part. great. Um, if you could send them to me in the post, that'd be great. Cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, so, Lost Whithel, Lost with Eels. Lost with Eels. You've got the Lost lost with Eels, um, as I will lost forever. You can, you can keep saying it if you want to, Dave, <laughs> if it makes you feel better. Uh, so you got there in time for the church service? I did, yeah. Again, another short journey on that morning. Um, and so I was able, I, I went down, arrived at the harbour, beautiful harbour. Um, mm. It was sunny, which was nice, having had that rain at the end of the week. And mm. uh, sat on the... the side of the harbour with my feet dangling over the side looking into this beautiful crystal clear water in the harbour mm. um, was momentarily distracted by Gordon Ramsay coming through with his family and going into some shop or something and then going out again yeah but, um, I mean, little, he, didn't, little, he didn't say hello or anything so well, that was little, little name drop there um, you know. I think he mentions it in his podcast, so I I'm, thought I'm I, should, sure. I should just do the same. Um, yeah, and then was able to <laughs> go and join the church, which was nice. It was really nice to go to church mm. and just share that. Mm. And you'd started on a Sunday, hadn't you? No, you'd started on a Monday. No, I started on a Monday. The Sunday, the previous Sunday, had been my train journey down to... Train journey, okay. Um, so this was... A full week, really. This is the first full week, days. yeah. And that was quite yeah. a satisfying thought when I got up and set off on this Sunday morning. Um, mm. I, yeah, I'd done a week and yeah. it felt good. Yeah. And I, I think I said to you yesterday or the day before about the shoulder pain that I'd had before I set off on this journey. And so it was really nice getting to the end of the week, not having that pain, which I'd been carrying for several months, really. Um, and just just that relief it was it was really good yeah yeah when um you were saying earlier about um you sort of encountered uh people along the the, the pilgrimage in in different places so some some people were expecting you and were ready to to welcome you and uh, and i guess other places like on sundays were, were perhaps not um, not expecting a pilgrim uh, in, in their midst. Uh, how was it received when you told people what you're up to and where you were headed and why? Um, normally, quite a lot of surprise. 
you know, when you yeah. explained that you were that I was going to be walking for seven weeks. I think yeah. in that first week, probably a few raised eyebrows, people that imagined I wouldn't get past the end of the week or you know, much further. Mm. I, I had money on it, but yeah. Yeah, of course you did. Yeah. Gambling, a gambling battle. Still, still owe me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think people were surprised. They, they were interested to hear about why, why I was doing mm. it. And if we got to talk about the whole hospitality thing, um, mm. and people liked to share their own journeys or their own things that they were ha that they were doing, and that was really good too. Um, mm. And and there'd been a few really good conversations just walking. Um, mostly, I found that I walked past people or in the opposite direction, and we'd stop and have a brief chat. There weren't encounters mm. where I found myself in that first week walking in the same direction as somebody else. And that did happen mm. later, but generally it was it was just little. Oh, hello. Most people, most people walked away. Yeah. Yeah. Most people uh, walked away from me. Yes. Thanks, John. And is is that largely to do with the sm No, it doesn't it doesn't matter. The end of a first week. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, one one of the things that you write about is uh, how this rucksack um, sort of becomes. Um, well, I mean, it, it, I, I'm guessing it was fairly big, was it, to carry all, all the gear in it? Um, but it becomes quite a burden for you. Yeah. Um, it's as, as rucksacks go, it wasn't as heavy as the one I used to wear in the army, but it was about 15 kilograms. Um, and put, put, put that in context. What, what else is about 15 kilograms? How many cabbages would that be? <laughs> Um, it would be about 15 one-kilogram cabbages. <laughs> that might just be the perfect answer to that question. Uh, and uh, if, if anybody has not been listening to the previous podcast, it was, that wasn't quite as random um, as it sounded, but I'll let you go back and discover why. So 15 kilograms, is that like a bag of potatoes? What am I, what am I, what am I picturing when I'm thinking 15 kg? Um, so if you equate to a liquid, a kilo to a litre, okay. carry 15 litres in a bag on your back. Which doesn't sound like a lot when you put it on. Litres of um, milk? Well, milk. Oh, I think you'll find milk weighs the same as water or any other liquid. We digress. So it had become a, a burden for you. Um, when I packed it, at home, I'd packed it and unpacked it and tried all sorts of ways of how it was going to work and arranged it. Um, what I found in that first week is things didn't quite work out the way you expected to and things mm -hmm. that I'd packed in one place, I needed to move to get to other bits and pieces. And, and so I'd, I'd been rearranging it all week to try and get the balance right. Um, one of the most important things with the rucksack is not the weight, it's about the weight distribution. If it's too far mm -hmm. on one side, it makes you sort of twist your body too much. And um, mm. so it was all about just, just getting the balance as good as possible to stop it being uncomfortable. Um, mm. But it was still heavy, even by the end of the week when I jiggled things around a bit to get it in the right place. It was still felt yeah. a burden to carry. Yeah. yeah. And partly because 
later in the journey, at the end of each week, I met up with somebody from home, from the church, mm -hmm. either someone from the church or family, and we would swap over all the stuff that I'd had that week on my clothes and the, the mats and things like that. And then they'd give yeah. me new things. So I was only then carrying a week's worth of, of equipment. Whereas at the beginning from this first week, I had two weeks worth because I wasn't, okay. it was too far really to expect, expect someone to come all the way down to um, yeah. just to do that swap over of, of equipment. Yeah, yeah. I had to get as yeah. far as Exeter before someone came to see me. Um, so it and was did they secretly give you a lift part of the way on their way home? Did they? No. You can tell me, Dave. Go on. No. They... No. I did. I did. I, I did actually refuse a lift at some point, but um, early you will come up. Week, we'll come on to that. Yeah. Early yeah. in the week, I, I hadn't taken a lift when it was offered to me. So. Mm. Yeah. But you didn't ask me about that. You ignored Major danger. Yeah. Well, I can't call on everything you've written, Dave. We'd be here for years. Good grief, man. Yeah. So, burdens. Yeah. The um, I I find sometimes when I am carrying stuff like back and forth to the garden, or you know, typically from the car, bags of shopping to the house. Um, just the longer you carry something. The heavier it gets, it's, yeah. it's, it's a pain, isn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's that's generally true in life. That sometimes people can tell you stuff that really bothers them, that that's really weighing them down in all kinds of ways. Uh, and then they say stuff like, "But it sounds so silly, it sounds so small." And I feel like saying, "Yeah, but you've carried it for years, and mm -hmm. so it is going to be cumbersome. It is going to be awkward. Yeah. It is going to be heavy." Um, and yeah, the reality is the stuff that we carry doesn't stay static because we think about it differently and others chip in on it and um, yeah it's like the um, strongman competitions isn't it the you know they can do the deadlifts and pulling trucks but one of the ones that you can see really puts pressure is when they have to do the the holding something out in front of weight and they have oh, to hold yeah. it they're not allowed yeah. to let it drop and no matter regardless of how strong they are there's a point at which they simply can't go on anymore and then you're right there's that reality with the burdens that you you it feels like you can just cope with it you just tuck it in your pocket tuck it on your back on you go but it just physically gets heavier and heavier or, yeah. or feels like it's heavier and heavier yeah. And and part of what can be difficult about letting others carry or share stuff is that the longer you've carried it, it's sort of but like that rucksack, it becomes you you know, it was new probably or newish when you started the journey and then it becomes yours to carry. Um it becomes part of you somehow, part of your yeah. store, part of the way you talk about stuff. Um sometimes with with, with real heavy burdens, it, it'll define where you will and won't go in life mm. because you don't want that again or you can't go there because of this. And um yeah, and I, and I did find that um, practically with my rucksack, and and it made me reflect on the burdens I was carrying spiritually and emotionally. Um, with my rucksack, I by the end of this first week, I was already thinking about what I could discard at mm. the end of the second week, what I didn't need, what what was just pointless stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, every day, I had to pick up that burden throw it on my shoulders and for now it was mine to carry 
yeah. and I had a destination and I was to get to Canterbury and I had this sense that I didn't want anyone else to carry it. It was for me to carry to the right place. Yeah. When I got to Canterbury, yeah. I was going to be able to cast it off and, yeah. and then it would be done. And there are times when there are people to carry things for you and we need people to intervene and help us. But sometimes there are things that we have to carry to the right place, to the, to the right opportunity. I think I met several of those, those places and people where I was able to let go of things from my past and things that I was imagining for my future and I was able to to leave them. Um, yes. But I, I couldn't give them to someone and there would be no point in me giving them to someone else to carry because they they didn't they weren't in a position to work through them to yes. the point that yeah. you could put them down. Yeah. Um, and I think you know as Christians we can we can come alongside people and not carry them for them necessarily but enable them to be encouraged and strengthened and, and feel supported to take what it is they've got to take until they discard it sometimes we do carry things for other people that is we can say you know hand it over we don't we don't need to deal with that anymore um but it's, having it's destination I was going to say, it's got, to be, it's got to be the right person, isn't it? Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, and we have to remember that when we're trying to get involved in people's lives and think, it's mm. give it to me, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's not that straightforward. But I was going to yeah. say, having the destination was really important all the way through this. Mm. You asked me a few days ago about, did I ever feel like giving up? And I don't think I ever felt like giving up. <clears throat> but partly because I knew where the end was. I knew where I was heading ultimately. Every day I knew where I was heading, but I knew where I was heading at the end. And for me in, in my life journey, that's the same. There's, you know, I don't give up on, on the ambitions or my, my faith hopes because I know what the destination is. I know where I'm heading. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. And I guess even in life, there are these sort of um, checkpoints, aren't there? You know, it's not just when we get to heaven that we we get to you know uh, unburden ourselves of yeah, fifteen cabbages or whatever's in the backpack. Uh, it there are these checkpoints along the way. There are these places there, uh, like you discovered on the journey, where um, sometimes it's deliberate, other times it's almost. Yeah, I remember years ago reading a book on forgiveness by C.S. Lewis. And he speaks about a surprise one day. He discovered that he'd forgiven somebody. Mm -hmm. um, and he'd asked for the strength to be able to forgive him years before and struggled with it. And then suddenly it was lifted. And I think that's, the, that, that, that's true for us, that sometimes there's stuff that is part of us for a season. Yeah. Um, and some, some stuff that we lay down very deliberately, some seasons come to an end very abruptly. Uh, other times God's at work in ways that are beyond what we, we can physically see mm. or understand. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Fab. So that was, uh, where, were, where were we again there? We were lost with eels. Lost with eels. A week. <laughs> A whole week. A whole week. Do you feel like giving up on the podcast after a week? I reserve the right not to comment on, <laughs> on that question. I 
I'm wondering if at the end of this journey we should celebrate with um, a cabbage-based meal. Oh, with a pilgrimage. No, yeah, I can, a pilgr- I've got several cabbage-based meals. I know. I was going to say you'd be the one to advise on that. Yeah, I, I know quite a lot about cabbage meals, having lived in Romania. See, you think I'm joking, and I'm not actually. I don't, what What was suggestive there that I thought a punchline was coming? I don't. Is there a is there a cabbage flavored pot noodle that we could try? To? I'm sure we could create one for you. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. They're quite complex things. The dried, the, the dried, concentrated flavour of cabbage into some powder to put on noodles. That yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll set about that now. Well, listen. Let's just we'll call it an option for now, and okay. the, another plan might emerge as we progress further. But the answer to the question is. This has been, it's been a really, not a relief, it's been, yeah, it's been really good to get this far of, through, through this, looking mm. back on these reflections. We both know it's been a bit of a challenge to, to get around to actually doing these recordings because yeah. of all sorts of things that have got in the way. Yeah. And it felt at times like it might not happen, so. Um, it was largely your fault, really, wasn't it, if I'm honest? Um I've, you know, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, it's um, sometimes it's mates before dates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it if it helps you to to believe that and to share that with people, then that's, it does. Fab. All right. Well, we should catch up again on Monday. Yeah. Uh, where do where are we going next? Do you know? Well, we travel from Lost with you to Lisbon. Yep. To where, sorry? Liscard. Liscard. Yeah. Is there a G in Liscard? Liscard. No, Liscard. Great. I shall practice saying it and we shall uh, dive back in there next time. Fabulous. Thank Thanks, you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Godcasts. Mm-hmm.